Welcome to Purposeful Profit, where I help you take your business to the next level. I'm Carla Motes, finance and strategy coach and fractional CFO for high achieving female entrepreneurs. I'm here to empower women to build wildly profitable businesses that give them the freedom to live their dream lives. I'll use my more than 30 years of finance and consulting experience to take the mystery out of your finances, help you make more money, and go after your next big thing. Welcome to episode number five of Purposeful Profit with Carla Motes. I'm glad you're joining us today for part two of a four-part series that I'm doing. I'm your host, Carla, and I'm a financial whisperer and fractional CFO for Visionary Female Entrepreneurs. This week, we're going to be continuing with part two of a four-part series about what I call the profit equation. I introduced this last week in episode four, so you might want to go listen to that one first. And the profit equation that I talked about last week is made up of three things, financial fundamentals plus mindset plus strategy equals profit. And last week in part one, we talked about how you need all three of these to build a sustainably profitable business. Financial fundamentals is the foundation of your business. You can have the best marketing, the best sales, the best ops strategies, but if you don't have your financial foundation in place, you aren't realizing your business's potential, and at some point, that deferred maintenance will come due. So what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be talking about what financial fundamentals really means and how you start building your financial foundations today. So let's dive in. Let's talk about what really financial fundamentals means. Financial fundamentals is about the principles and practices that allow you to effectively manage the financial aspects of your business. And at its simplest level, it's really made up of two things. Number one is knowing your numbers. And then number two is your core financial processes. And I think knowing your numbers at a high level, people understand what that means, understanding your financial numbers. We're going to get into that in a lot more detail. But a lot of business owners don't really think about their core financial processes. They think about systematizing and automating and getting their operations or their sales and their marketing all locked down. And the financial processes are just kind of left to fend for themselves. So we're going to talk about your core financial processes, what they are, and why they're important. As I'm talking today, I want you to think about both of these as being on a continuum from one to 10. One being, I'm really just starting out, I don't have anything in place. And 10 being, I'm an absolute expert, there's really no room for improvement. As a business owner, you are going to grow along this continuum. And the great news is that you don't ever have to be a 10 to have a really profitable business. But you also can't be a one either. I want you to think about this as learning a new hobby or taking up a new sport. If you decided that you wanted to go out and you wanted to learn the guitar, you're going to go out, you're going to get your instrument, and the day you walk into your lessons, you really don't know anything. You're going to have one lesson, and when you come out of that one lesson, you're not going to be ready to get on stage with the boss. Same thing if you're picking up a new sport. I started playing pickleball some last year, and when I got on the court the first time, I didn't know the rules. By the end of this, you know, the lesson that I had, I basically knew the basic rules. I knew how to hit the ball, but I certainly wasn't an expert. I would take multiple, multiple lessons. And I think with finances, there's sometimes a mindset out there that, you know, I need to know all of this and you don't. Just think of it being as a continuum and the idea of continual improvement. So first, let's really dive in to know your numbers. Beyond the 1 to 10 continuum, I want to break down knowing your numbers into three levels because I find that a fear or anxiety or shame about numbers is the number one thing 
that holds business owners back. Now, in part three next week, we're going to talk about the second part of the profit equation mindset. We're going to talk all about the numbers and the shitty stories we tell ourselves about numbers and how they need to change. But for the purposes of today, I really just want you to realize that, you know, it's very normal for business owners to have fear and anxiety and shame about their numbers. But I really want you to think about this as breaking it down into three levels, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Now, basically, I'm going to go through each of these levels. I'm going to give you some hallmarks to each level and realize it's also going to be totally common to have attributes from one or more of these levels at the same time. It's really which of these levels resonates with you the most. And the real purpose I'm doing for the levels is to try and help you identify where you fall on the continuum, where you're at, areas that you can work on or focus on improving to build your financial foundations. All right, let's talk about the beginner stage. The main goal at the beginner stage is you just want to know your basic numbers. If you're sitting out there and you don't know revenue, profit dollars, and profit margin or margin percent, you're probably in the beginner stage. You want to understand the basics of your profit and loss statement. There's two other financial statements that your system or your bookkeeper probably provides you. And those are statements that you're probably not focused on at this point. That's okay. You really want to understand your profit and loss statement. You want to understand where you spent the most money, which products bring you the most revenue, but you're probably not understanding a deeper level on the profit and loss statement, such as things like which customers or products are more profitable. One of the big things we're doing in this stage is we're getting to the point where we're no longer waiting for our taxmen to tell us where we stand. So if you're somebody who's waiting until the end of the year to accumulate your receipts or wait for your taxman to say how much profit you had, you're in that beginner stage. If you don't have a bookkeeping system at all, because in the beginning stage, you've got a basic bookkeeping system, but it may not be reliable or accurate. Maybe you're not keeping it as consistently as you should. Maybe you hired a bookkeeper on a whim, but you didn't really know what you were looking for. And that bookkeeper actually isn't keeping the books accurately. You may be keeping your own spreadsheets or databases outside of your bookkeeping system because you don't totally trust it. When people are in the beginning stage, one of the things I'll often see is they do have a bookkeeper bookkeeping system, but they are keeping their own spreadsheets outside of the system either because they don't trust the data in the system for whatever reason. It could be that the bookkeeper's not doing their work consistently. Maybe you just don't understand it enough to trust the bookkeeper. Maybe you just trust Excel better or Google Sheets better. For whatever reason, you're not really relying on your bookkeeping system. You probably still have a lot of anxiety and discomfort about the numbers. And one of the things that's a hallmark of being in the beginner stage is you're really backward thinking versus forward thinking. We're going to talk about that a little bit more later, but your financial statements are backward thinking. They're basically a reflection of what's already happened. It's the revenue we've already sold, the profit we've already made, expenses we've already spent money on versus forward thinking and thinking about investments and how you want to spend your money over the next course of the next year. In the beginner stage, you're really focused on being backward thinking with your finances versus forward thinking. So those are all hallmarks of that beginner stage. And then over time, as you build out of that stage, you move into the intermediate stage. At the intermediate stage, you know how to use your bookkeeping system and you know how to run reports. You can dig deeper into your P&L and you can understand things like profit by customer and profit by product. You may find yourself getting frustrated with your bookkeeper as your knowledge is growing, but it may just be that you've outgrown the bookkeeper. You have questions that they can't answer. You've started to develop a trust in your system or have a gut-level understanding of the gaps in your bookkeeping system. We've tried to start retiring some of these extra spreadsheets. Maybe we're using spreadsheets for analytics, but you know we're not tracking our receivables and payables on a spreadsheet now. You know We're using our bookkeeping system for that. You're also starting to look forward. 
You're still mostly backward thinking because you're still looking at your financial statements. You're looking at things that have already happened. But you are starting to look forward. This is where we're starting to build an annual budget that guides you. Your budget is your, I call it your business's annual GPS. So in that way, you have started to look forward a little bit. You're starting to use your data to make decisions, okay? So one of the hallmarks, too, at the beginning stage is you're really still doing things at a gut level. Yes, in the beginning stage, you may start to know where things stand, but you're still really using your gut to guide all your business decisions. You're not really using data. And in the intermediate stage, you know, because you've got a higher level of trust in your numbers, in your bookkeeping system, you're starting to understand it better. You're now starting to use your data to make decisions. You're beginning to see where there's data that you want that you don't have. And one of the hallmarks, too, of the intermediate stage is some of that anxiety and discomfort that you experienced around numbers in the beginner stage has started to be replaced by curiosity and inquisitiveness. So you see numbers and you're you know, curious about what's driving them. You're less fearful of the numbers and just more have a natural curiosity. So this is the intermediate stage. And if you get to the intermediate stage and on that continuum, you know, I would think if beginner is like one to three and intermediate is say a four to six and advanced, which we'll talk about in a minute is seven or better. But if you get up to the upper range of that intermediate six and everything, you will have already started to see your profit improve. You also start to see your cash flow improve. When we get into talking about core processes, you will have started to see those core processes come together. And so one of the things I want to stress is you don't have to get to that 10 or eight or even seven level to start getting a sustainable profit in your business. Just as you go along in this continuum, you're going to find that you're going to start to become more profitable. You're going to have more consistency in your profit. So now let's talk about advanced. Think of it as advanced as seven to 10 and and nobody's going to hit 10. Nobody needs to hit 10 unless you're, you know, like running an accounting firm. You don't need to hit a 10, but advanced is really the higher level. You've started to take ownership of your finances as a CEO. You understand all the financial dynamics of your business, including KPIs and how they relate to your revenue and profit. You probably have somebody helping you, whether it's a bookkeeper, it's somebody like me, a fractional CFO, an accountant, even your tax people. You've, you know, you've built out your finance team, but you really understand your numbers. You understand all your financial statements. So now you can balance sheet, the statement of cash flows. You understand those. You understand what data they show you. You understand how to use them. You also understand what data you don't have. So somebody who meets with me and can say, you know, this, you know, I want A, B, and C, and I don't have these today. That's somebody who's probably at the advanced stage. And you've definitely moved from being backward looking to being more forward looking. You still look backward, but now you're spending a lot more of your time thinking and looking forward. You're building more analytics and forward thinking financial analysis into your business. Your budgeting process may have become a little more involved, you're going to have some type of forecasting, financial forecasting or cash flow forecasting in your business. Your business complexity has also likely increased. You could have multiple products or offerings, multiple revenue streams. Maybe you've added a team and your overall financial needs are more advanced. One of the hallmarks of being at the advanced stage too is that you have a real desire for more strategic level advice and help. And you find yourself getting more and more pulled into financial minutia. Again, because you've gotten more complex, your needs have gotten to be bigger. You have more knowledge and you've really taken ownership. You may find that you are deep into the weeds in your financial processes. So some of the clients that will come to me, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for somebody to help basically manage their whole financial process because they're just too deep into the weeds. 
So those are really the three stages. And again, I really want you to think about these as being along a continuum and use the beginner, intermediate, and advanced really just to kind of help you identify where on those stages you might be. So if you didn't know the difference between a three and a five, really think about the difference between a beginner and intermediate. And just listen to those and figure out which of those phases do you think you identify with the most? And again, it's very common to have hallmarks from each of these. It's just which one resonates with you the most. All right, so let's talk about the second part of your financial fundamentals or your foundation. That's your core processes. This is an area that gets talked about, I think, a little bit less just because know your numbers. You know, ultimately, I want to be able to know how much money I'm making. But your core processes are all your series of steps that allow you to manage your financial operations effectively. So the most common ones out there is bookkeeping. So bookkeeping is a transactional process. It's the process by which I'm recording all my transactions accurately in the system. In a really large company that brings everything in-house, this would be an accounting department. But for most small businesses, they'll have typically an outside bookkeeper who is reconciling their bank statements, reconciling all of their balance sheet accounts, importing transactions from the bank, making sure things get categorized correctly. Then you have accounts payable. And in some businesses, this may include procurement. So procurement is basically from the time I decide I need to procure goods until the time I pay it. It's called procure to pay. But in some businesses, procurement might be part of operations and accounts payable is really, okay, I have basically received an invoice and now I need to decide to pay it. Then we have invoicing. This is invoicing clients accurately and timely. One of the mistakes I often see businesses be making in this core process is they don't have an invoicing schedule or they don't have controls in place to make sure they are correct. Then you have accounts receivable and collections. This is the process of getting payments from my clients, getting them applied accurately to the client's accounts, and doing the appropriate follow-up. So one of the issues that we'll often see here with clients that don't have solid core processes and accounts receivable and collections is that they'll have a lot of overdue AR. They won't have a process to automatically follow up with clients, do what we call dunning notices or dunning emails where automatically your system generates emails to clients when there are a certain number of days past due. Okay, then you have payroll, which is paying employees correctly and timely. And your biggest challenge you have in payroll area is complying with the myriad of federal and state laws because they're constantly changing. All right, and then the last one is you have financial reporting analysis, which is really a catch-all for producing your financial statements, analyzing them, doing commentary, looking at current month versus prior month, current month versus last year versus budget versus forecast. So this is just kind of a catch-all for some bookkeeping activities. Your bookkeeper will generate your financial statements, but typically their level of analysis will be fairly limited. The needs for each of these processes will vary based on factors such as your business model, the size of your business, and your industry. And one of the mistakes that owners will make for the core processes is that they hire out these roles without knowing enough to manage them. And this even occurs for the bookkeeper. They know that they want to know what their numbers are, but they're you know, very intimidated by the numbers, so they just go hire a bookkeeper. You know, the problem is they don't really know what it is they need from the bookkeeper. They also speak the same language as the bookkeeper, and they don't know enough, really, to be able to make a good choice on their bookkeeper. So it's really important as you go through and look at your core processes to make sure you have a basic understanding of them so that you can effectively hire them out and you can effectively manage the people that you hire for these. Because just hiring out a bookkeeper or hiring out an admin to do your, say, your invoicing isn't generally going to work because you, have, you still have to manage that process. You still have to be managing them. 
I mean, one of the things to look at here in determining where you're at on this continuum for your core processes is, do you have these processes? If you don't have them, is it one really that should apply to your business? Are your processes documented so that a new person could reliably perform them? If your key people left, are you in a position that you could step in and either manage it or do the function, hand it off to somebody else, and it would still get done reliably? And then how much of your time are you spending on these processes? And this needs to diminish over time. In the beginning, you're going to probably going to do these. You know, if you're in the early stages of your business, you're probably doing your own bookkeeping. You're probably doing your own invoicing. You may be the one who's setting up your payment processing. But as your business grows, your time in these processes will diminish because now, you know, one, you'll have the resources to hire people. But also your time is much better spent than in your zone of genius because these are not going to be your zone of genius unless you're an accountant, right? I worked with a client not too long ago who was telling me what she was working on that week. And she was like, I'm going to be doing my invoicing. And she's making, you know, almost $3 million a year. And I was like, you can't be doing your invoicing when you're the CEO of a $3 million business. So that's something we want to go fix. So again, you're going to be on a continuum. So as we go through this, think about all these processes. Which of these processes apply to you? Obviously, bookkeeping is going to apply to everybody. Accounts payable is going to apply to everybody because everybody's going to have some kind of bills to pay. Now, obviously, if you're like a coach and a lot of your bills are electronic or you're, you know, some type of online business, I think 100% of my accounts payable all happens online. That's very different than if you're somebody who's getting invoices, you know, mailed into you that you have to cut checks for. Okay. So your process will be a little bit different, but accounts payable is still going to apply to every business. Invoices can apply to every business in some way, shape, or form. I use coaching as one of the more extreme models because in many cases, coaching is billing for their services up front versus a consulting firm that's maybe billing on a milestone level versus, you know, a business who, you know, invoices every week or every month. So your needs could vary, but everybody's going to have invoicing in some degree. Accounts receivable and collections. If you're not a company that collects everything up front 100% of the time, then you're going to have some level of accounts receivable and collections. Payroll is going to apply to you if you have W-2 employees. And financial reporting and analysis is going to apply to everybody, right? You're going to have a financial statement. And as we go back up to that, know your numbers and you progress across those continuums, you're going to have more and more analysis. Use today's call to assess where you're at on the continuum. Are you a beginner? Are you intermediate? Or are you advanced? Just like these come on a continuum, so do CFO services. I help business owners at all ends of this continuum. You can build your foundation yourself, or you can bring in an expert to help you. And if you are ready for an expert, go to www.carlamotes.com forward slash work with me and book your free financial assessment. I'll help you assess your financial health and you'll walk away with three steps to improve your business's financial health today. And then join me next week for part three of the Profit Equation series, where we will talk all about mindset. Until next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that your finances deserve some love. Finance doesn't have to be complicated or overwhelming, and you do not have to do it alone. I'd love to talk to you about your business, so please come on over to www.carlamotes.com to learn more. Or if you're ready for financial and strategy support that will uplevel your business, go to www.carlamotes.com forward slash work with me to book your free financial assessment. And the last favor I'll ask is for you to help me get out the word. Tell your friends about this podcast and share it on your favorite social media. Until next week, go create some purposeful profit.